Hello, and welcome to Here's What I Was Thinking, was about, thinking while about While, we talking. while You Were Talking, the show where we talk and think and think about what we were talking about and talk about what we were thinking about. My name is Brian, and I'm joined by my puzzled co-hosts, Sabrina. Hi. And Aaron. Hello. Hello. How, how's it going over there? I was a little more there? scared. <laughs> over there? Over yeah, there. how's it going over there? How's it going over there? Mm. Meh, it's been better. Yeah? It's been better. What's the best it's been? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know? That's a big question. <laughs> um, yeah. Can you think of like a really fun day you had? Um, she's not, in the, she's no. not in the mindset for that. I can't. I can't think of one single no, fun day. No positive memories <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. I'm a bit under the weather. Yeah. Dear listener. So that's why I sound stupid. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> you got like a dumb <laughs> quality to your you voice today. And that's why I am stupid. You got yeah, a case dumb, of stupid. Fortunately, it's <laughs> contagious. So, yeah. <laughs> Brian, what's the best isolated. it's ever been for you? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably like when I was six or something and my family went to the ocean and we were playing at the beach and not the year that I fell and hit my knee on a um like a Tonka toy truck that was buried in the sand and I scraped off a little flap of my knee skin and there's still a scar there. <laughs> not that year. <laughs> what, but like a hell? different time. A different time at that yeah, beach. We just dive and into we'd that? be like flying kites and swimming in the ocean and building oh, sand nice. castles and my cousins would be there. And, you know, nice. we'd be eating like a turkey cheese and Dijonese sandwich on a hoagie roll and oh. making, picking blackberries and making like all the blackberry things. Like a and crumble all that. and a like, tart. Yeah. Like a pie. we'd make like a blackberry crisp and then like a big blackberry sauce. And then we'd have that with vanilla ice cream. <gasps> and then we'd have all these um, uh, frozen burritos that we all loved <laughs> and, and i'd be reading a book or something probably love it maybe i don't know when i was six i probably wasn't reading a book very much but somewhere in there before before i was old enough to care about things and when right. all of the logistics of those trips were taken care of for me before life hit you yeah for real that sounds something real like nice that. yeah that's a really nice memory, Brian. That like put me in a good mood. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. Sabrina, do you have a fun memory like that? Um, it's not as complete as that one, but I remember one time I I was doing something different than Robert. I like I had a gig and I had and he was out doing something else, so I couldn't do whatever he was doing. And then I came home from the gig and then he came home and he brought like all of our friends with him and like they started assembling like quesadillas and we just had Amazing. like this house full of people making quesadillas. And it was really, really Aww. fun. That's a really good memory. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's nice. And that's so like spontaneous. Yeah. I was just like, wow, all my favorite people are here and we're eating Mexican food. I love that. Oh my God. That's a good one. 
Love it. Also puts me in a good mood. Well, if I can ever think of a good memory like that, I'll let you guys know in another episode. Please get back to it. I'm sure there's good ones. I'm just like I'm a bit frazzled today. <laughs> but uh, I, I like that. Yeah, next time you have a good memory, you have to write it down so you don't forget. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Bring it back. But yeah, and you know, we'll, we'll, uh, you know, yeah. listeners, um, if you'd like to get in touch and let us know when it's the best it's ever been for you, you know, we'd love to hear it. And then we could, you know, share that, share that positive energy with us every time because Aaron definitely is going to need it in future we'll episodes. It. Yeah, it's so, it's so nice. And like, it's always so. Because Aaron's life is grim. Specific. Yeah, sometimes it gets grim, you know? It's winter, I'm sick. She needs some inspiration. It's sad. Yeah, I need inspiration. We all have our lols. Lols. Not lols. Lols. We all have our lols, too. <laughs> it's so true. I still lol, even when I am lol. Um, Are you in the doldrums? What else is new, y'all? Uh, yeah, I'm in the doldrums. It's a fun I word, isn't it? Doldrums. Yeah, it what are, how do good. they get Lots out of the bees. doldrums in the Phantom Toll booth? Do they, like... You guys read I that? Know. I don't know. Have you none of, none of you? I mean, I read it like a hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah, back there's when I was a, six. There's a the place beach. called the Doldrums, and they have to get out of it. And I I don't remember how they do it. In real mm. life, I think they just have to wait for like wind to come back. <laughs> mm. Oh, if you're in a boat, that's in oh. the Doldrums. Okay, in the ocean. I didn't know it was. I didn't know it was a weather term. Speaking, uh, of, books. speaking of boats, what do you got? No, books. Oh, books. <laughs> books. Speaking what? of boats. We weren't we speaking we of boats, but you're going to no. speak about the books instead. Books. Um, I did finish, well, I'm almost finished with one book, um, and I do not recommend it. <laughs> um, it, it is, because um, I can say that, like. right? I feel like, yeah, yeah. Huh? you can say whatever you want. Books. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, books. Books. That thing. <laughs> well, it's not horrible. I'm going to give it three stars on Goodreads. But it's like, so it's a Stephen King book. I'm reading, I'm going, trying to like read all Stephen King. It's just like not one of his good, his best books. It's called Rose Matter. And it is chock full of domestic violence. And it's very scary and very disturbing and sad. And so I don't recommend it. And it's really long. (laughs) And I'm just like slogging through it, um, which probably is why I'm not in a good mood. So don't recommend if you're also like me and want to do something like read all of Stephen King. Have you? But what I, yes. No, go ahead. I'll ask, ask okay, my question but, later. Well, but, but while well, I'm moving on to a new book, is that okay? Yeah. My question is not related to Stephen King. Oh. oh, great. What I would recommend though, surprisingly, is Prince Harry's new book. What? Called Spare. I've heard so many weird things about it. <laughs> all well, I've seen is like the memes where people it. are like, People will just be like, I can't believe Prince Harry actually said this. And then yeah. it'll be like some audio of someone saying something really random and funny. But not, yeah, like about his talk. But not him. Yeah, people not are just making him, fun no. of like, there's like two bits that people make fun of um, involving his penis. Let's <laughs> use the real word. He calls Does it he, a todger, which is Is that fun. real? He wrote about his penis? <laughs> todger. Yeah, because he gets it. It gets like, I don't want to spoil it. I'm not going to read it. <laughs> But it gets a bit cold <laughs> when he goes on a on a trek in the North Pole. Yeah, so does and the rest it, of him. And it gets really bad frostbite. No, no, no. 
he was warm. He didn't know that he's supposed to, because did you know? I didn't know. You and you and I are not going to the North Pole, but he, um, you're supposed to like wrap that thing up because it's kind of like an extremity and it's it got there. like so yeah, cold. Like yeah, but it's like there. it's like at the warmest part of your body, sort of. You would think, but, but it's not like inside, right? Wow. Right. It didn't it's go like back a finger? Is that what you're saying? It's like a finger. <laughs> So that's what people are making fun of. And but okay, so I will say I'm not like a huge fan of like I don't follow royal stuff. I don't know anything about it really, like the politics of it. You didn't but watch it was the really crown. Interesting. But now we know that one not. of them had a frostbitten penis at one point. And that's yes. probably the most it's interesting thing I've the ever future heard about king. the royal family. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing interesting. I think it's kinda cool. It it was more <laughs> it's so very was cool of him. <laughs> very cool of him. Yeah, he was very um honest. Very cool spoke. to have a frostbitten <laughs> penis, am I right? Very cool. <laughs> But really what's more interesting is it's kind of a family, like, it's kind of like family drama and, like, trauma. And I was most interested in that, yeah. you know? So, anyway, I do recommend it. Maybe listen to it in audiobook form. Does he read the audiobook himself? He does. Wow. Yes. Amazing. What a get for Audible. A, <laughs> it really is, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, that's a book corner. Just wanted to share. Yeah. I guess my question is like it's not re- it's not related to Stephen King, but it's related to that um, attempt that you're on to read all his books. Have you ever read all the books by an author who's written, say, more than two books or three? Maybe, oh, maybe like five or more. I have read almost all of the Tana French books. She's a Irish American author that writes mysteries. Right. Um, so good. suck it. How many suck books it, has Brian. she written? Yeah, that's a good question. Let me look. But I read probably like seven. Nice. So let me look. Because it's you know like that, a series, you know. Yeah. Um. Did you know that there are eleven Princess Diaries books? Wow. No, Have you read I kind of didn't even know there are books. No, I think I've only read one. Wait, no, that's not true. I've read three of them. Well, get on it. Nice. But they get like weird. Or dope. Like one of them has Crohn's disease or something. Like um, a lot of weird details. Yeah. That they she has to sort of make up to keep writing. Fair enough. I've read like most of Kurt Vonnegut's books. Oh, okay. And Jose Saramagu. And mm. a lot of. I've read like almost. Well. Have I read most of them? Dostoevsky. I have like a bunch of authors. I'm like, I'm going to read all of them. And then you get really close to having done it. And you're like, nice. I made a lot of progress. But then there's always like a couple books that like suck or aren't that interesting. Or it feels like it's just the same as one of the other books. And you're like, maybe you didn't need to write all these books. Do you make yourself read them? Because I would just be like, I don't want to read this. No, I just. Yeah. You do. I haven't <laughs> really. I don't. I don't try to finish books I'm not into anymore. Yeah, life's too short. But also, I yeah. put in time with this one, so I was like, uh. "Yeah, we'll see." Fair enough. Okay, so that author Tana French, I think, has written eight books, and I have read them all. Nice, nailed it. And honestly, they're all four and five stars for me. I love a mystery. Nice. Oh, anywho. Anywho. What else we got? 
Um, Wendell emailed us another blast <gasps> from the past. Wendell. <laughs> I mean, he sent it to us five days ago, but it's in response to episode 72.5, which is one and a half episodes beyond his previous email. Wow, congrats. Hey, he's making progress. And he said he is lolling, lolling, L-O-L-ing, not L-U-L-L-ing, mm-hmm. at at Aaron saying, quote, I need more spit in my mouth. Oh, yeah. Did I have a dry mouth that day? He sent us a photo for proof. A photo of him laughing to prove that he was laughing. <laughs> I like that. And then he said, P.S. Cleaning the mirror. Which I think is a preemptive answer to your questions about the photo. Which is him in a mirror. Laughing. <laughs> oh, 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 I see. <laughs> I love that. And holding like a tissue thing. Classic Wendell being so silly. Yeah, let me see that pic. Mirror <laughs> selfie from Wendell. Cute bathroom. How's the how how's the spit in your mouth status today, Aaron? Actually, I do feel dry. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So is this a trend for you? Changes. Then? Nothing changes. Nose wet, mouth dry. And cold hands, warm heart. Can't lose. Um, just just to let everyone know, seventy two point five that Wendell was listening to is remembering the honeycomb craver, which is when I talked about that weird cereal mascot, the honeycomb guy, the crazy guy. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, I remember. Oh. <laughs> oh. He's. Crazy Craving is his name. Yeah, legendary. Legendary mascot. It's with a K, right? No, it's not. Oh. Is he fuckable? No. 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 He's a little animal. (laughs) (laughs) He's a weird little animal. He looks like pubes. (laughs) All right. He does. (laughs) I do want to point out that there are many mascots who you have classified as fuckable. Who are that also look like pubes. Weird and little animals. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah they're, uh, they're bigger, it's less weird. They're like human sized like critters. Yeah. Anthropomorphic. <laughs> well, just imagine Crazy Craver scaled up to mascot size. I don't um I don't imagine what's not real. <laughs> okay. That's that's what imagining is. And well, I don't. Bigfoot called. He's real. Oh, yeah, not this again. I will not. Fine. Let's, fine, don't. Anyway, Let's what Let's talk else? about new discoveries that are real. You want to talk <gasps> about new discoveries that are real? Unlike oh, my God, Bigfoot? I do have a new discovery that's real. <laughs> Wait, look at your shirt, Aaron. <laughs> <gasps> oh, yeah, guys, I'm wearing a NASA shirt, and I'm about to tell you all about a new planet. Blah, 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 new planet, planet just dropped. <laughs> I've been wearing this shirt for two did days. You, did you plan it? I did not. What? Sabrina, you're on a roll. Holy cow. Holy shit. She just ended there. Fucking, yeah, end it. We're never going to top that. Um, well, I'll try with my knowledge I'm about to drop. So, guess what, you guys? There's a new planet that was discovered. Are we excited? Um, oh, is this where we go? Ooh. Ooh I, was yeah, distracted. <laughs> I was distracted from excitement by the toilet paper roll activity. 
I was trying to be quiet about it. Um, my nose was It was very everyone. quiet. It was just in the front of the camera. It was quiet, yeah. but very, yeah, prominent. Silent, but deadly. <laughs> Silent, but deadly. Well. New planet. Um, Where is it? Did they name it? Yes, yes. So it is outside of our solar system, which means. Boo. Boo. <laughs> yeah, Fuck off. Boo. That's a funny, that's a funny reaction. Um, We're racist so against it. other solar systems. <laughs> Yeah, it's an exoplanet, is what that's called when it's not in our solar system. Um, it was announced that it was found on just um, a few weeks ago on January 10th in Seattle at the American Astronomical Society meeting. Ooh, was it it? at the convention center? I don't know where that meeting was held because I wasn't invited, but I kind (laughs) of wish I would have been. Next time, um, who found it? Good question. It was partially found by um, NASA's Transiting Exoplanet Survey Satellite, or TESS, as well as Michigan State University. Wow. East Lansing. So, like, found it at the same time? No, like, they're working with TESS. Oh. Okay. They were, like, Um, Michigan State University was using TESS? Yes. Maybe to find things? I'm actually not sure, but I'm going to say yes. Sure. I mean, it sounds plausible, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, its name, ugh, I I got mad because I was like, we name other stuff like missions and I can't think of anything else like government. And this is named after often. like Elon Musk's kid or whatever. Yeah, it basically is. It's just T-O-I like a license plate name. 700E. T-O-I 700E. Wow. Freaking Shitty. Land. Does it have like a nickname? Um, Not that I found, but I can look into that. But what I did see. Is that this? This made me feel better about it. Is that they like? Of course they do. They're sci- or they're like scientists, but they have like a naming convention for these planets. So like in the solar system, they found they'll have like planet A, B, C, D, and this one's E, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it makes sense. There's a lot of shit they have to find and track yeah. tag, and so that did make me feel better. I'll look into the. I'll look into the nickname part but really just like the coolest part of this is it could be capable of supporting life nice and because and the reason that is is because it falls within its stars like habitable zone habitable and the goldilocks zone oh is that what it's called i think so sometimes by some people and then um Oh, you know, and then uh, it's like the size of Earth, and they can keep studying it. And um, it's also, this solar system is like more accessible, I guess, than other ones, which makes it like pretty interesting. And um, it's very close to us. It's it's only about 100 light years away, which is fucking far, but also close. Um, and because its star is so close, its host star, it allows scientists to achieve the sensitivity needed to measure key aspects of it like the like the biological stuff like um to see if it could be habitable all right so that's why that's cool well once we discover speed of light travel we'll get there in 100 years easy (laughs) (laughs) wait is that is that for real that's That's what 100 light years is that's how far away it is Hmm. that's not good how do they um how do they discover new planets satellites so they just like 
point the satellite in a direction it hasn't been before. And they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Well, it, it, it might not be a direction it hasn't been before, but the planet also wouldn't have been in that location before because... The, because of orbits and stuff. Well, and like the solar systems would be moving relative to each other because of the universe moving, et cetera, plus orbits. So the planet, like, yeah. Okay. It wouldn't, depending on what its orbit is, like it might not have been in this location, you know, when someone was looking at it. It might not have been in this location when satellites existed. Who knows? Um, right. But yeah, so it's just luck. And I think a lot of it is like looking for the common like baseline frequencies or whatever of like background radiation and stuff and then looking for interruptions or like you see a star that we know and it gets like interrupted all of a sudden you can't see it you're like oh something must have blocked that and then oh okay that might be a planet going past or something Mm. but i don't know i mean i see I'm not a scientist by any means. And I'm sure there are a variety of ways that they find different planets. And who knows how they did this one. True. It's just a lot of like trying to look everywhere all the time. And hopefully you get lucky and notice a data point that says maybe there's something going on. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, This also... So it's, yeah, I can't find like a cool nickname yet, but you know, maybe as it becomes more popular, they'll call it something else. But the TOI in its name stands for Transiting Exoplanet Survey Satellite Object of Interest. I'm like, what? That's not, but yeah, TOI, Transiting Object of Interest. Wow. Um, That's what I call my crushes. (laughs) (laughs) Objects of interest. When they go by on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. It is in the constellation Dorado, though. Constellation Dorado. Dorito. Sure. Dorito. <laughs> I'll be calling it Dorito. Thank you. Yeah, I'll be calling it uh, the Dorito planet. Sounds good. Anyway, I just want to share that. I thought that was like real neat. I know like sometimes those science stories pop up and you're like, cool. But like that stuff is cool and we're just distracted by like dumb shit. Well, you we pay attention to cool shit. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes if I think about it for too long, it makes me feel. It gives me like a, you know, existential. Yes. Existential vertigo. Crisis. Um, And that I can't anymore. It like a switch goes off in your brain, right? And you like kind of freak out inside. Yeah. You're just like, what am I? Yeah. What am I doing here? Yeah. Isn't it kind of reassuring that like. No. All the stuff that you worry about doesn't actually matter. And like Mm. you just live your life and it's going to be okay. Makes it worse. No, then. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes not. Yeah, I guess that does make sense. Maybe I'll try to give in to that thought, Brian. Free, nothing matters. Yeah, I think about that sometimes. I'm like, I'm just here yeah. to have fun. You're just a small animal who's here to live your life. Like, but like, why? Why? Just because there is no why. Why did we invent money? Um, <laughs> so that we could spend jail. it. Yeah. You sounded like Avi um, Plaza when you said that. Why did we invent money? <laughs> is it possible that this planet is so far away that it's already been like exploded and we don't know yet? 
exploded. Potentially. You know, like with stars, that happens. Oh, because, because yeah, yeah, you're right, because of the... T- oh, my God, I hope not. That would be dark. Well, so it's like, like a time difference. Yeah, well, so what we'd be seeing, what you'd see now is the planet 100 years ago, because that's how long it takes the light to get here. Damn. That, see, now that'll fuck you up your brain. Yeah. But yeah. Right? I don't know that planets exploding is super common. Right. Yeah. It happens on Star Trek like a lot. But um, I think that's someone blowing it up usually, though. Yeah. But you yeah. don't know. There could be like Star Trek things going be, on out there. Yeah. I mean, there could be people out there blowing up planets. Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? Carry Bye, on. Aaron. <laughs> I'm grabbing gadgets. All right. Well, I guess we should then uh, we should talk about gadgets. Yeah, tell me about tell me about your gadget thing because I do love gadgets. Brian yeah. asked us earlier to do something. Well, I just asked asked them to think about gadgets because um, I believe we posted this on our Instagram. We found a video of someone making a beer in the ass using a special like beer in the ass machine which was like a contraption that held the beer can in place. And then you like pushed down a lever that had four nails in it, basically, that made the holes in the can for drinking beer in the ass. And it was like, that's cool. And I just was kind of thinking about like things like that that are really cool and handy, but also like extremely specific and pretty much entirely useless outside of their main purpose. And they like are kind of a waste of space and kind of a luxury, but also like you gotta have it and you really like (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly like that. Um and so I was just wondering, you know, like that beer in the ass machine, is there anything in our lives that are maybe little gadgets that we wouldn't want to do without, but are kind of also somewhat pointless. Pointless is a strong word. Yeah. Well, but like, um, like it's stuff that like, like you could achieve the, you can achieve this, the outcome with other things. Oh. But having this thing to do it makes it a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I don't have anything personally that's that specific. Um, I do have a, a miniature whisk that I use for hot chocolate. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Love. Because you can't use a big giant whisk. So I just have like a little whisk. And uh, is it electronic? No, it's just like a little metal whisk, handheld mm. whisk. And also, if you're making Mexican hot chocolate, it's like these, it comes in these big tablets and you have to like break it up. And they have these things called molinillos that they use for them. And they're like these wooden sticks and you like use it to like mash up the chocolate. And then you rub it between your fingers. You rub the handle between your fingers like a percussion instrument or something. And then it, um, it's got these like loose rings in the middle and it just like stirs it up really well. Ooh. And I tried to make, <laughs> I tried to make Mexican hot chocolate at work without one of those. And it was like the saddest hot chocolate. Oh, no. <laughs> that sounds like a fun, like, um, Oh, what's the word? Like, um, ritual. Yeah. 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 And ritual. I have this special like clay jug for making like a big batch of it too. I love this. I think there are. Because um, if you use a flat bottomed like mug mug, 
or like pot, it just kind of gets squished into the corner. Mm, yeah. So you need like so you a need like a round inside. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I I think there's a lot of stuff in the food category or like the culinary category that kind of fits this. Some of the first things that came to mind for me were like a pizza slicer. Oh yeah. Like a pizza slicer, do you ever use it for anything other than slicing a pizza? No, absolutely not. I mean, you could slice something else on a flat surface, but like it's Yeah, if really... you made like a lot of pastry, you could like use it for pastry dough or something yeah but i don't do you that you might but like you can't just like use it as a knife but you can cut a pizza with a knife okay wait i do have a pizza cutter you all know the ones that are like the big ones that you like oh yeah doing a motion with two hands i can't like a two-handed seesaw kind of thing a oh seesaw. so technically i can cut a lot of stuff with that yeah i mean you but can I cut don't. other stuff with a real but with, a, with the but you ones don't too. but i don't and then the other thing i thought of was like an ice cream scoop Especially yeah. one of the ones with the little push thing where you push it to like try yeah. to push out the little like a windshield ice cream. wiper, a little yeah. Meow. That's good for cookies. I'm like, yeah, that is good for cookie dough, definitely. So it's like there, there's somewhat, yeah, they're not totally single purpose, but you're not really using an ice cream scoop very frequently, except for ice creaming. Citrus squeezers, the ones with the long handle that like doubles over and like squeezes a lemon or lime now little that press yeah press yes now that that's a good item because i used to not like think i needed one um and i then started using one and i was like damn you get so much more you know yeah that's true it does its job and do you use that for anything else probably not no hell no yeah. One of the other things I thought of for myself was my wireless charging stand for my phone, which is not super special, but like obviously wireless charging is kind of a basic thing and like it's really nice to charge without plugging a cord in. So that's easy. That's a good and one. Cool. But Very I have I have like a convenient. I have like a wireless charging pad that's just like flat on the desk, right? And I can use that to charge like a Kindle that has wireless charging or my headphones that have wireless charging or my phone. But the like phone stand thing, because of the way it's designed, it really only holds a phone. So like I try to put my headphones on there. It doesn't really work. Or like the Kindle is too big and the charging things don't line up. And so like I really don't need something that is a phone stand. I could use this other thing that's like much more basic or i could just plug in the phone and charge it that way but having the little stand is really nice and then when it's on that stand it like knows that it's on the stand and it goes into like bedtime mode and stuff at night Ooh, i love that for you and it shows you your little <laughs> what's playing on your podcast and your little clock and stuff it's like a smart you live in like a smart house you live in a smart yeah. house watch out m3 again did you guys hear that yeah. no my neighbors made a scary sound. Oh, boy. oh no! But I do have one of my favorite gadgets. What the that's hell is very that? one job. Do we know what this is? Is it a rabbit? It's a rabbit. The it's the bottle opener that they advertise in a like the wine bottle opener that they advertise in the New Yorker. Oh, I thought you were talking about sex thing. No, it's a. I guess it's kind of funny. <laughs> it shaped. is. That's also called a rabbit. Yeah, you know what this um, is. Rina? What? I don't. <laughs> It's a capo or a capo. I never knew how to say that. 
Oh, I really like don't know what those do. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> no. They do one thing, and they sit on your fretboard of a guitar. Or I guess it's any stringed instrument. Well, would you use? I mean, you use it on the bass probably. Anyway, uh, and it, I've never seen one that looks like that. Yeah, the... yeah. It's got Is it like, like an a, extra, having a third hand. Yeah, it has an extra hand, so it's kind of weird. But it's like easier to use yeah. on your. No, I mean, like, is that the purpose of it? Um, I mean, it you know brings everything up. Is it a? In, in oh, pitch. I see it. Like, okay, like changes the key. Yes, maybe the key. That sounds more right. I'm not really like a great guitar player, so I don't know. But um, it changes the length of your strings by holding them all at a certain point. Well, that, but yeah, but yeah, Which change, changes everything the goes higher. The vibrations. Um, and I will say though, Brian, you were like, you could technically use something else, but this like makes it so much easier. And this is embarrassing, but well, this is kind of cute. But when I was a kid and I was learning to play guitar, I didn't have one of these yet. So I took like a pencil and a bunch of rubber bands and like hair ties and like MacGyvered a capo. Nice. And it was like oh, so janky. Yeah. And I like stabbed myself with the pencil. <laughs> but like I mean, my bandmate, know. my bandmate in my old band was like constantly trying to MacGyver capos. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's kind of charming. But yeah. they're cool. They do their job. Yeah, um, that's cool. Very specific. Here's another thing, and I don't know what it's called, but I got it at like I thrifted it, and it's this thing that sits on your desk, and it has the date that you can change. It like flips like an old timey train station. Yeah. It's like dials. It's like a tube with dials inside. Yeah, and actually, I apologize for the listener. I was messing with it earlier, so it was clicking around, but you like click these in and out, and it changes the wow. date. Um, and then it has a thing that holds a pin, but I don't put a pin in there yet. Wow. Oh, it just has like a random pen holder yeah. kind of sticking out. It's for like holding kind of, it's it like looks like, like a, it would hold a fancy pen. Yeah, it, it looks like it. an exhaust pipe or something. Yeah, it does. <laughs> for, the, for the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fun, right? Yeah. That is yeah. What's it called? It's got to have a name. I think it's just a calendar. Someone should write in and tell me the name. Yeah, what's it called when it's a calendar, but it you have to crank so that the little thing flips yeah. so that the new thing shows up. Yeah, tell me what that's called. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, listeners, in advance. Last but not least, this is like a piece of resin, like art. It's tiny, fits in my hand, listener. And it's got a thing that you put your finger in and you use it to prop open like the page of like a tangible book. Like keep your page open and be okay. very like ergonomic. Why can't you do that with just a finger? This like is wider, right? So you don't have to like use a bunch of hand strength. Yeah, it's like slightly wider than like your whole. You like put it in fingers. the center of the spine. Yeah, because you know, like a fresh book, especially a fresh book, is always like trying to close. It's so. kind of like diamond shaped, and then the hole is like in the middle. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so you're you're not just pushing down on one side of the book with it. No, my bad. You're I don't pushing know how to down. Pushing down in the middle. Yeah. It's like a it like spreads the book. Yes. It's a spreader. And it's this was made spreader. by local artists. A, sp- a spreader bar. <laughs> it's got like little plants in it. Yeah, it's, it's resin. cool. It's really cool. Wow. Anyway, All right. those are my guys. That's a good one. I know. Nice. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. If anyone out there has little gadgets that they love that are sort of unnecessary, but also just really nice and you enjoy having it, write in. We'd love to hear it. And if it's weird, send us a pic. And maybe we can post some pics of fun gadgets on our 
Instagram. Oh, someday we'll post on Instagram. Someday. We post. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, no guarantees. We might. But if we get really good shit, we will. Keep checking. We love shit. Yeah, we love shit. Send us your good shit. But yeah, I think that's is I think that's that's it for today, yeah? Shall yeah. we depart? Okay. This podcasting realm. <laughs> so, if you out there were thinking about anything while we we're talking, we love to hear from you. Um, you can send an email to while you were talking pod at gmail.com. You can DM us on Instagram at while you were talking pod. You can send us a voice message through Anchor FM so that we can literally hear from you, and we would love for you to do that. Uh, as always, we thank Rob Henson for our theme music, and we thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Later. And now, over to Sabrina for a very special guest hot take. Today's hot take is brought to us by Dieter. And uh, let me just read this whole message out. It still bothers me that so many people are under the impression that new decades start on these zeros and not the ones. It just feels so obvious it's a new 10, so you have to get rid of the old 10 first.